0: Welcome to the CFC Jack's Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, Spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast.
1: I I had this. Good morning. We're so glad you're here for Q&A today, and so this is your opportunity if you're wondering to send in questions so you can text them in the numbers up on the screen and Doug will be here in just a minute um, for an opportunity to answer those questions that you text in. So if you have something stirring in your heart and your mind, I want to encourage you to text it in because we often say if you're wondering about it or have a question, likely someone else does too. So this is an opportunity for you to have that question answered. So send those in numbers up on the screen, quick, easy text, and we'll be happy to answer them this morning. That was a quick transition this morning. <laughs> it was a short song at the end. Yes,
0: I was. I thought, I hope Tracy's ready because that song's going to end before I get over here.
1: <laughs> yep, it's ready, except my mic. I had to pull that around, ready in here. Um, so excited to be back in the book of James yes. this morning. Um, love the study. I just so appreciate the practicality yeah. of the book of James. It's just so practical, and I love practical things. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, it doesn't get more practical than the words that we speak and the impact that, that those mm. words bring on yeah. a daily basis and sometimes when we least know it. Um, because this was on my mind, it was just at a couple moments in the courtyard this morning uh, before this service, uh, seeing a person and two Two separate conversations that I thought I walked away from going, Lord, thanks for the opportunity for words in that moment. Because I think mm-hmm. words for each person, they weren't encouragement words for me in the sense of I made them feel better. I had opportunity in two separate occasions for folks in need to be able to go, Well, here's where you could turn for help. And, um, Hmm. I didn't know them, but I was glad the Lord gave me opportunity to speak words. So I think it's fun to go into a day and kind of live in a manner that says, Lord, uh, how can I use words today that will really turn people uh, for good to encourage? Well, I don't need to give the message again. It's just – <laughs> it, it, it does. It gives. Uh, when we pray as a staff, we'll often say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's get, rejoice and be glad in it in the sense that every single day has eternal significance. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the Lord wouldn't have made it. Right. <laughs> but he literally created a day for significant purpose. And to be able to kind of live in that adventure, very cool.
1: Oh, and I like your description there. It, it shifts the understanding to anticipation for what the yes. Lord has for you during the day, rather than a fear of, oh, no, what will I say if this happens? When you don't know, right. oh, no, what am I going to say at work in a difficult situation if someone asked about my faith? Like, No, it's an anticipation of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, that's... As you said that, it was really clicking for me. Like it's a shift of mindset and heart as you go into each day. Yeah,
0: Not of fear, but of faith of going, if the Lord puts it in front of me today, he'll equip me with what I need. Mm -hmm. And and that doesn't mean I'm always going to walk in it. Like I shared at the end, uh, grieving the spirit in a moment where words were needed and I didn't speak them and I hurt my son. And I Mm. mean, I genuinely hate that. Didn't. Didn't want that to be true, but uh, sometimes—no, not sometimes. Too often, that still is the case. That I don't seize the opportunity for words. Hmm. But enough rambling from me. Any questions? We do. <laughs> okay. Questions.
1: Question number one: uh, Can you talk about the concept of the power of the tongue? How that might apply to self-talk? Thinking about how this may contribute to depression and anxiety.
0: Oh. Uh. Fantastic question, because we do think about words as they impact others. Mm-hmm. But self-talk, in other words, uh, this will show my age here. I was going to say that the tapes we play, but uh, nobody plays a tape anymore. Nope. <laughs> but the things that we tell ourselves, right, to re- the, that we repeat to ourselves, can make such a huge difference. Um we sing that song when the lies speak louder than the truth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the lies that speak louder than the truth, we speak to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no good. I'm no good. I'll never change. I've always been this way. I'll never change. I can't change. We speak lies to ourselves, and we believe those lies. So... Uh, I don't know. I think the question, in some sense, answered itself. We can make a huge difference in the truth that we remember and we choose to repeat to ourselves. Sometimes um, we repeat lies. And we believe the lies, and so we live in the lies. And if we're going to live in truth, we need to know truth, repeat truth, so that we can live in that truth. So uh, I agree that self-talk really can make a difference.
1: And that's not a one-time
0: oh, my word. thing. It's no. not,
1: okay, I know this truth. Now I've said it. It's done. At least in my experience, it yep. is an ongoing battle.
0: Yes, Repetition, 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 repetition. And really, that is the power. Um, I think where there is a specific need um, in your life, I would encourage identify scripture. Just don't make up stuff for yourself. Identify scripture that speaks to that need in your life, mm-hmm. and then recite that scripture memorize that scripture, and tell yourself that scripture repeatedly. Allow the Word of God to have great power in your life through the repetition.
1: Oh, yeah. Put it on your dash in your car. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Mm -hmm. Put it in all the places.
0: Or put it to a song.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. Mm -hmm. You can much more easily remember things
0: Yeah.
1: uh, if there's a tune to it.
0: Yeah, one of the things that Jackie uh, has committed to – even more in the last few years is just each morning putting on music that speaks mostly words of praise and words to the Lord. And so that's kind of playing in the background, and I think it's it's what fills music is often what fills the mind and what gets stuck in the head. Oh, yeah. you know, I find myself Monday walking down the hallway here at church, whistling stuff that we—you've uh, probably heard me whistling I'm stuff all that over
1: <laughs> the hallways. Actually, like oh, that was from the set on Sunday.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, which is good that because yeah. sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure if anybody knows what tune I'm actually trying to whistle here. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds right, in my own head. Yeah. <laughs> but the the, the, the repetition and using yeah. music, I think, is really really valuable.
1: I think it's very helpful. Um, Next question here, what difference do words that turn make when you don't know the true intentions of the heart behind the mouth that speaks them, whether they actually mean them or simply doing their best to obey the commands in the Bible to speak in that manner? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think... So uh, I think the question there is getting at uh, being a recipient of words, and uh, I would encourage all of us, as recipients of words, to not allow... uh, Is it better when the timing's right and the tone is right and everything lines up and you're convinced of the sincerity of the heart? Yeah, obviously, that's the home run. Right. But it's really not my responsibility as a recipient of words to determine the sincerity of the words, the genuineness of the words, what I want to make sure of, and this won't surprise you, I want to make sure of are those those true words. And so don't disqualify true words, helpful words, good words. Don't dismiss them. Uh, because you're not convinced that, that they were said with good intent. They're still true words. The speaker, uh, see, the speaker, when I speak words, I will give an account not only for the content and the intent and the motive, mm-hmm. the, the timing, the tone, I'll give an account for that. But as a recipient, that's not my job, my job to be judge of such things. So, I'm going to do my best to receive words, whether they were spoken in the best fashion uh, or not.
1: Yeah. Did I answer that question? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's how I read the question as well. Um, Next question uh, What is more powerful, words or action?
0: Um, well, we all know uh, actions speak louder than words. That saying, but I don't know that uh, words without without action can be easily uh, understood as words only. We Mm -hmm. just looked at this in James 2. We can say right words, but if we do the opposite thing, if I say be warm, be filled, but I don't don't actually give a coat or give a meal, I haven't actually helped a person. So I'm not sure that, uh, though I only want to, so actions generally are more powerful than words. But I don't want to say that if you have right actions, you don't need words. Right. Um, words. So um, early in our marriage, and I think most people will be able to re- relate to this, you often come into marriage and you have a different sense of how you understand love. Hmm. Uh, and how you've kind of experienced it in, in the past. And so uh, what's important to me might not be important to my spouse, Jackie. And so uh, I may say, well, I'm going to serve and do everything to show her that I love her. And she may go, I'd like for you to sit down on the couch and just talk to me. And I could say, ah! Actions speak louder than words. But in that moment, she would go, No, actually, sitting on the, the words couch, words yeah. would be more powerful right now. And so I think, I think I want to be sure that if you're a person who actions come easier than words, that you don't hide behind that as a means of, I don't need to speak words, I do the actions. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, sometimes I feel like a question sets me up to use to (laughs) to bolster bolster a an idea that I want to make sure I see it from every angle. So. uh, Words without actions could feel like empty words, but Mm -hmm. actions without ever words uh, may actually be because it's hard for you to say words. And it's important to learn to say words, especially when people really experience meaning from words, whether they are written or spoken.
1: Mm -hmm. If
0: words are important to... if written words are important to my kids, then um, I should write some words to them
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just go why well, i've I've demonstrated i I gave you food your entire life. I gave you food and shelter. I've proved that I love you uh, Words would be important
1: words would be important, and for yes. someone who those words can be difficult. What are some ways someone can action on that? Almost, It's almost like exercising a different muscle, like yeah. to be able to then use words in a way that is encouraging and uplifting.
0: Um, for me, one of my lessons along the road has been, Doug, speak things that you think. It does not help someone um, to think words and not speak good words, kind words to them, but not speak them. They don't know what you're thinking. It makes me feel better, but doesn't make them feel better, I feel good because of what I'm feeling about you and thinking about you, but you have no idea if I don't speak them. So part of the process is just learning to verbalize good things that you think. And other times... I don't don't know. For some reason, it's hard sometimes for men to speak what might feel like affectionate, kind. Mm. Um, Maybe that feels too feminine. And it's harder for guys to speak important words. And so we have to humble ourselves and not allow... Our pride of how we want to pre- be perceived or how we perceive ourselves that are keeping us from speaking words that are important.
1: Well, and like your list that you gave mm. this morning, they're simple yes. words that actually have a tremendous impact. Yes, when spoken.
0: Yeah, all of us know words. It's not a matter of oh, I didn't, I didn't know words. No, all of us know words. Um, I think important words for dads who are listening to this Q&A, and this is not, maybe it's just as true for mom, but I think this is a dad. I think I want my kids to know I'm proud of them. Hmm. And I don't mean that in a sinful way, so don't send me an email about I shouldn't be proud. I understand that. Uh, if you have that email, send it to Tracy J. at <laughs> <and laughs> uh, I Now, I, I think it's important that my kids know I'm proud of them. I'm proud of how they have sought to follow the Lord. They're far from perfect, but they've sought to follow the Lord. They've sought to love other people well. Um, there's nothing worse than feeling like you don't measure up to the, per, to the mm-hmm. people that you should feel most safe around. So um, I would... Just want to encourage that toward dads. And I, I'm, I meant to say this in the message, so I'm not sure if this is a huge omission in my message was this, the power of words in texting. Mm. Sometimes there is such a feeling of freedom to burn in texting. We say stuff in, through our thumbs that we would never say in person with our lips, and we should repent of that, and we should apply all of the truth that we talked about this morning, uh, about the words that come out of our mouth, to how we communicate on social media as well. And I Absolutely. know that, uh, that that's a big passion for you as well, Tracy. So uh, if you want to go off on that, not go off on <laughs> But if, <laughs> no, if you want to add something, I know you've given some careful thought to how we use social media responsibly as believers.
1: It's a powerful tool, just yeah. like a car is. You know you can use it for good or you can use it for bad. And I believe the same is true with social media. And so what's in your heart is going to come out. And if there are those combative, unkind, words that aren't kind, true and necessary, that are coming out, it's a heart motive issue and that needs to be addressed because what you're putting on social media is a representation of you and it's a representation of the Lord and it doesn't go away. And that's a big one. It does not go away, even though you might delete a post.
0: Yeah. And it's said publicly.
1: It's public, yeah. Yeah, So it's a personal confrontation
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to never take confrontation online and to pull that off and follow the example given to us in Matthew huh. about going to someone directly and in a private conversation then taking someone with you if they don't respond and the the same principles here yeah still speaks to social media and the way we that's communicate
0: good. that's good uh, maybe if you think about it that next hour all our students in the next hour stand in the back and wave your phone at me as a reminder because I need to need to speak to, <laughs> to, speak to <laughs> next next hour
1: yeah it's it's powerful Um Words are powerful, yeah. regardless of where we use them. In middle school, we talked about kitten words, words that are kind, true, and necessary. Uh-huh. Um, or uh, Bill changed them to tank words. There's missing an I and an E, in it, but it's just KTN. <laughs> 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 kitten words. I um, showed okay. a show to cute picture of fuzzy kittens uh-huh. and just words that are kind. Those are It's not my word. It's not my statement. I borrowed it from someone else. But words that are kind, true, and necessary. Hmm. And it's sometimes a helpful thing to filter those through. Or are these right. words kind, true and necessary to yeah. be spoken?
0: And I think we we've known those, those things to be true about these words, but somehow we've made exceptions with these words.
1: Absolutely because you're distance from them. You're not seeing their physical reaction. you're not hearing the vo- inflection of their voice hmm. when you're putting things through text or social media. so you don't get these social cues that make you feel uncomfortable when you're going into conflict <laughs> with somebody. So yeah, you don't you can't read somebody. Okay.
0: Well, I hope the listener listeners' Q&A will think through that as well. Yeah. That's did I miss any fair. last question? No, you did okay. not. Right. We got them
1: all. <laughs> Good, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really glad you're here, and really appreciate your questions. And hope you guys have a great afternoon. Oh, before you
0: say goodbye, Ooh, yes, I did uh, meet somebody who watched this morning, watched us online, online, and and now has come to service. So if you live locally and you are continuing to stay on a line. It's good online. It's even better in person. I invite you to come join us on campus.
1: Yeah, we'd love to meet you. Yep. That would be a privilege and a pleasure to do so. So thanks for being here. and We hope to see you on campus soon.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.